0: Hi everyone, this is McKenna, and welcome back to the final episode of the Thoughts of Life podcast, where we're going to talk about the Columbine school shooting. So we can start off fresh, I'm going to provide some background information so that we can start off on the same page. It all started on the day of April 20th, 1999, when two troubled high school seniors stormed into their own Columbine High School and committed mass killings. It's important to remember their names, Dylan Klebold and Eric Harris, that should be remembered forever. Dylan was a depressed boy with lots of self-hatred and even suicidal and dark thoughts that led to his designated internal struggle and cold nature. The other killer, Eric, was a seemingly normal boy sweet, genuine, put-together, and even a good person. Lunchtime was their to-go time, where they let off continuous rounds of bombs and gunshots and continued to terrorize and torture students with their guns and explosives. It was later discovered as much as 12 students and a teacher were killed during this deadly siege, according to the New York Times. Upon initial observation, the situation appeared to be a widespread mass killing and suicide mission where they intended to harm and kill many people, even including themselves, though in hindsight. It is found that there are two main factors that have led to this situation. I believe this despicable event showcases the extremes of the reality of the world that we live in and the ugliness that we will continue to face and will escalate if nothing changes. From research, it is presented that the cause of the shooting comes down to a comparison of a double-edged sword. One contributor being the social standing and mental health of the boys that drove them to commit this inexplicable act and the other being an accessibility and actuality of the means of the murder of innocent kids and teachers they both affect the political and cultural climate of the United States The actual means of change will have to be brought about by political means, which was actually hard for the Clintons who were in power at the time, who prided themselves on being relatable to the American people. The focus has shifted from the previous goals and expectations of an exciting and bright presidency to the devastation and persuasion of the safety of America. They favored the approach of socially progressing the security, which included majorly consoling and persuading the population at this impressionable time. I think that this is definitely the best approach to handle the situation, at least at first, because after an event such as this, you have to be sincerely empathetic and sympathetic towards the innocent children, teachers, and families that were affected. President Clinton even went above and beyond to talk to each individual person that was involved in this, showing his general care and feelings about the situation. Though America was struggling, he knew what he had to do and give revenge to the situation by giving the affected, quote-unquote, a chance to be heard the way that nobody else can be heard. Clinton wanted to tighten up on gun control laws, an effort that he had acknowledged that had previously failed unfortunately the united states has more mass shootings and more deaths than any other country on earth per capita basis though somehow overall crime rate is not anywhere as high or over other wealthy countries per president clinton though he mentions that we are the highest nation of gun violence and death somehow seems to be okay with us or at least to the people who can't do anything the only political move during that time was when the federal government passed the assault weapons ban in Brady's law i think it's unfair that this issue isn't prominent enough and somehow it had to weed its way onto the ballot in a special way to be voted on. I would like to bring attention to the fact that Clinton admits to having easy access to past political situations, but he doesn't appear to capitalize on this opportunity at the federal level, as would be appropriate for an issue of this caliber. The question here presents itself as addressing the mental health climate at the time of pre and post Columbine, before Columbine High School was made up of anxiety, depression, and a growing suicide issue. Though now, somehow the past worries and attitudes haven't changed from pre-Columbine to post-Columbine. The argument and background of the mental health crisis has been a tricky and complicated subject to solve because there is no one-size-fits-all solution for mental illness. Though this problem has always lingered in the background during the year of the 1990s and beyond, it wasn't especially relevant until Columbine. A special mental health targeted solution from post-Columbine, the Mental Health Addiction and Coalition Program provided community assistance directly and passed even a mental health reform. The other aspects of this issue contribute to the physical changes that are transitioning to recurrence. some include increased security police protocol changes of police protocol increased technology and more cohesive plans and training for staff and students unfortunately to dismay these plans were not set in place to the caliber they are pre Columbine, so we wouldn't be able to examine the effectiveness but the shift from mental health to the physical means of safety and sh- security shows the harsh route of trying to tackle the mental health aspect especially in light of the shooting. Overall, the examination of the psychological and physical safety factors and plans to me, it seems that both are an underwhelming approach to try and answer adverse occurrence. Though all aspects can help us move forward and whatever we do, we have to remain united and passionate to try and find a solution for the problem of school shootings in light of the gun control and mental health aspects. Though this event can apply to various aspects of our criticism, I believe the Columbine school shooting best resonates under the examination of the cultural criticism. I chose this topic because it continues to have a timeless impression on society, even frequently discussed today. The premise of Columbine seems exaggerated, almost like a movie, with two boys having access to appropriate supplies and resources to carry out such an intricate, complex event just as teenagers as we are traumatizing events like school shootings are extremely complex multi-layered issues where the usual causes are controversial social and political issues themselves which often leads to delayed actions and potentially less resulting action and any attempting solution which I strongly believe to be the case of the Columbine school shooting to leave off I would like to provide some guiding questions like what is the shift of the school environment and, and dynamic before and after the day of April 20th that can further under- Further our understanding of the effects of gun violence in schools and to propel further progression on more preventative measures to ensure that an event like this will be unlikely to occur, especially if we can help it. Although it is impossible to predict the future, the more effort and energy you put into something, the more favorable the outcome will be for our future.